or what is the reason for possible podcasting podcasting but don't know how do you want to make money from your podcast do you want your podcast to be broadcast on various platforms you have one single answer to all your question anchor anchor helps you to create and edit your podcast it shares your podcast across various other podcasting platforms like spotify breaker google podcast all you need to do is anchor this cannot record your podcast and anchor does the rest anchor the one stop podcasting platform for you <clears throat> morning welcome to another episode of history under your feet today we take a look at the anniversary of one of the most painful events in indian history jallianwala bagh a name that evokes painful memories in our history a reminder of the brutality of the british rule it was a place i actually visited in 2001 and walked through the narrow entrance stood on the ground stained with the blood of indians and saw the well where many jumped in it left me totally shaken up by the magnitude of the atrocity the backdrop to jallianwala bagh was the ghadar mutiny which planned for a large scale armed uprising against the british the planned february mutiny was crushed by the british and then they passed the defense of india act in 1915 that basically granted them powers to detain without any trial Michael O'Dwyer then Lieutenant Governor of Punjab was one of the strongest supporters of the Defense of India Act with the state in the throes of a total revolt in the meantime the outbreak of World War 1 caused untold suffering in India too with heavy taxation trade and and trade disruption the freedom struggle intensified after the end of World War 1 with Mahatma Gandhi taking charge on the other hand though the Ghadar movement was crushed the revolutionary movements were still active in Punjab Bengal and the north The British passed the Draconian Rowlatt Act in 1919 to clamp down on the growing unrest. It was met with widespread protest. Jinnah resigned from his position and on Gandhi's call there were large-scale demonstrations against the act. Punjab especially witnessed the most intense protests against the Draconian Rowlatt Act. Rail and telegraph communications were cut off. Lahore witnessed massive protests and Amritsar saw more than 5000 gathering in protest. Prior to Jallianwala Bagh there was a large protest in Amritsar on April 10, 1919 at the residence of the Deputy Commissioner. It was to demand the release of Dr. Saifuddin Kichlu and Sachapal Bang, two of the more popular leaders, detained in an unknown location. A military picket fired at the crowd leading to large-scale violence in Amritsar. Banks, the town hall and many government buildings were attacked and set on fire by the protesters. Five Europeans were killed in the ongoing clashes while around 20 Indians were killed in the firing. While Amritsar was somewhat quiet on the following days, the rest of Punjab continued to burn. Railway lines were cut, telegraph posts destroyed, government buildings attacked and by April 13, the province was entirely under martial law. April 12, 1919, the meeting was held at Hindu College in Amritsar, Hansraj. Aid to Dr. Kichlu announced that a large-scale protest meeting would be held the next day at jallianwala bagh to be organized by mohammad bashir and kanaiya lal both senior congress leaders april 30 1990 it was baisakhi a day of festivities and joy that was soon to turn into a day of darkness and tragedy 
Colonel Reginald Dyer announced a curfew at Amritsar and a ban on all processions and meetings. By mid-afternoon, around 1,000 people had joined the protest meeting in Jallianwala Park. Many of them had earlier visited the Golden Temple for prayers and were coming back. Jallianwala Park is roughly around 200 by 200 yards in size, surrounded by 10 field walls and houses overlooking it. There was a well, a small cremation ground and just one narrow entrance to it. The place was a veritable death trap. The fact is, though, Dyer was well aware of the large crowd. He showed no intent in giving them a warning and asking them to disperse. It was clear that the massacre was a deliberate punishment which he intended to meet out. Around 4.30pm, Dyer and I arrived at Jillianwala Park with a force of around 90 soldiers, mostly Sikh, Gurkha and Baluchi. Armed with .303 Lee Enfield bolt rifles and two armoured cars with machine guns, which however could not enter inside. It had five entrances of which only one was in use in the two and narrow ones and surrounded by houses on all sides. It was a place of it was a place of no return, a complete trap trap. Dyer gave no warning to the crowd and blocked both the exits, and then began the horror. The troops began to shoot and purposefully directed it towards where the crowds were largest. For around 10 minutes, firing continued. It was carnage all over. General Dyer explicitly stated later he had no intention asking the crowds to disperse. He wanted to teach them a lesson for civil disobedience. He was truly the butcher of Amritsar. What was worse, he was hailed as a hero by sections of British media. With no way to run, people began to run helter-skelter and many died in the stampede. Many jumped in this to well to escape the firing later that was, and that well was filled with corpses. What was happening was a murder of humanity. Even now you can see the blood marks on the walls. It was one of the most horrendous atrocities ever inflicted. What, while numbers were not known, it was estimated that around 1,500 people died in the horror at Chilianwala Park. And more than anything, it shattered the might of the civilized British. General Dyer was a monster who had no guilt about his actions. If Jallianwala Park was horrendous, what followed was even worse. Martial law was declared all over Punjab. Indians were made to crawl on the streets, flock in the public. General Dyer unleashed a reign of terror in Punjab. Some Indians crawled face downwards in the front of their courts. I wanted them to know that a British woman is as sacred as a Hindu god and therefore they have to crawl in front of her too. Dyer's action was only condemned by the then British Prime Minister Asquith and Secretary of State Winston Churchill. Around 247 MPs voted against Dyer in the House of Commons and his action was censured. However, many ordinary Britons considered Dyer a hero for saving British rule in India, and some even raised funds for him. What was worse was some of the Sikh priests granting a saropat of Dyer for maintaining the peace in Punjab. Rabindranath Tagore renounced his knighthood, saying, I wish to stand shorn of all special distinctions by the side of my countrymen. Called for inquiry before the Hunter Commission, General Dyer had the least remorse on his act. He clearly stated that his intention was to unleash a reign of terror in Punjab, and he stated he did not stop shooting till the ammunition was exhausted. When asked whether he would have opened fire with machine guns, he said yes, even if it meant higher casualties. Colonel Rajnal Dyer, the butcher of Amritsar, the face of pure evil, and this is what he had to say. It's only enlightened people who deserve freedom. Indians want no such enlightenment. Never ever forget all those who died at Jallianwala Park. It was darkness at Baisakhi. Every Indian should ensure that at least once in their lifetime they make a visit to Jillianwala Park. Stand there, feel the horror of that fateful day, look at the blood marks in the walls, and you'll come out of it totally overwhelmed. 
On this date, take time to pay a silent tribute to all those countless people who died at Jallianwala Bagh, a testimony to the brutality of the British rule.